Hi there, I'm Lisa Capala. Welcome to Where's Wilmington. So today I have a very exciting special guest with me. It's been a long time coming to get my friend Rob Vasulo of Honey Pot Maple Farms on. We're going to talk about bees and all kinds of stuff that's related to bees. So let me introduce you to Rob Vasulo. Hi, Rob. Hi, thank you for having me. So good to see you. So you're right out there by the hive. I am. I'm Three feet from them. Wow. So the hive behind you, do we call those hive boxes? Yeah, well, that's that's a whole hive. There's an entire colony in there. And they're making honey as we speak. Wow. How nice of them to do that for us. So your yeah. farm, um, Honey Pot Maple Farms, you guys don't just do honey. You do eggs and no. other things, right? Can you tell us a little bit about that? And then we'll jump right into the bees world. Well, we do we do do the eggs. Uh, we have chickens, and we have them right in the back here, and we actually do maple syrup on the property as well. Nice. So it's a year-round operation. It is. We go from trees to bees. Cool. I love it. So I guess there's been a lot of press lately about bees and about how they affect our ecosystem. Can you tell us a little bit about what's going on in the hive world as far as bees and their safety and how important they are to our ecosystem? Well, there's a lot to talk about there. Um, yeah, the, the bees are, they're having trouble uh, throughout the country, uh, more so in the northern states. Um, the, the north, we generally, we have a lot of hive losses um, during the winter months for obvious reasons. Uh, you can't point that at anything um, really man-made. However, we do have, we do have some... Um, we do have some issues with colony collapse uh, and people are thinking that that's because of pesticides and, and global and contamin warming too. Yeah, well, yes, global warming, but it's, it's happened for a long time. I mean, when the trees die, when the, when the flowers die for the winter, there's no food out there. The bees can't fly in less than 60 degree weather. So they're cooped up in that box that you see there for the entire winter. So, um, if if they don't make their entire stores at, at the tail end of the summer, um, they're they're doomed. And and generally, it's the the sad part when I talk to people about beekeeping, uh, and they ask about the agriculture of it, is that we're we as beekeepers are expected to sustain up to an eighty percent loss in our crop. Wow. Um, any other farms uh, can't ex can't sustain that type of a loss. So we're, we're facing environmental problems. We we have the seasons up here. It's not like down in Louisiana where they can make honey and keep bees for the entire year. We have a very short window of time. Hmm. Mother Nature says this is when you can do it. So we have a plethora of problems facing bees. So let me ask you, uh, Louisiana, you mentioned, they have a longer season. Is their honey different tasting because of the length of the season? Very. Uh, they have a very popular honey down there. It's called tallow. Um, and that tree, I believe, blooms or blossoms the entire year. Um, if I can give you my opinion, sure. it's, not a, it's not a very good tasting honey. <laughs> we have by far 
the best tasting honey up here on the planet. I've tried honey from everywhere. Um, I am almost a honey honey connoisseur, and we have the best tasting stuff up here. We have some of, and I'm going to cause some controversy with this, <laughs> with, but we have purple loosestrife. Purple loosestrife really gives a nice color uh, to the honey, and we have the goldenrod, which gives it a really great flavor. So we got some of the best honey up here. Wow, so we're really lucky. How long does yes. it take from start to finish in the apiary for the bees to make consumable honey? What's the cycle? Is it 30 days, 60 days, 90 days? That's that's a very tough question to to answer because it all depends. This year, uh, from from the very start on the overwintered hives till them making our honey that we were going to take, it was only about a month. Wow. Uh, some some years, I've gone up until July um, without seeing some. So it's all depending on the year. We're in a very abnormal year this year as far as honey production goes. Um, as far as a lot of it, things this, goes, but honey is, is one of them. <laughs> this has been a fantastic. If it was to end right now, I would tell you this was a fantastic year. Wow. All right. So, yeah, it doesn't take them very long. Oh, so, so how do you construct a hive then? Actually, you know what? Well, we have some footage on that. Should we take a look at that, Rob? So Absolutely. Rob was good enough with his wife. Was it Michelle? Melissa. Melissa. Melissa, who helped film this footage. Let's take a look at that. This is going to show you a little bit more about the hive and the smoke that everybody likes to see when they think of bees. And after we look at this footage, we'll come back and talk to Rob some more. So take a look. So today we're installing a new hive, and I'm going to do it quick for the WCTV audience. This is one of our new, this is our newest. I don't want to take too long doing this. I don't want to kill the queen. I don't know where she is, but I'm also not going to spend a long time looking for her. Another bird frame. going to take a look because it's fairly cold today and I really don't want to give her a chill.
is called the Nucleus Colony. It's a small five frame colony that you buy to start a new hive. in here so I'm gonna be a little careful our newest hive installation. Wow, how cool was that? I love that smoke. Is there a special name for that? Is it special bee smoke? Nope, it's just regular smoke. We light whatever we have, uh, wood or leaves or hay. Wow, that is pretty cool. So in that footage, we saw you kind of doing your beekeeping thing. What is a typical day like for you as a beekeeper or an apiarist? If you will. Well, at, at the beginning of the season, that's generally what we do. We do a lot of that. Uh, we, we install hives on, as I said, we, we sustain heavy losses. Um, so we, we normally will bring in the bees at the beginning of the season. And I have usually two weeks of, of that uh, installing into uh, older hives. Okay. And uh, at that point there, it's just monitoring um, and building the hive as, as the bees are progressing. So they'll go from one one of those large boxes that you see behind me right. to a second. And then once that second one goes, uh, gets filled up and we go to the, we stop making honey on that third box. Wow. So how many bees live in your hive, do you think? Each hive generally has about 60,000 bees. Wow. Are you purchasing these bees or are they just kind of, you know, hanging out and getting together and then more bees show up? Well, it, it's a little mixture of both. Sometimes we can successfully overwinter a, a number of hives. Okay. And the good thing about the overwintering is we can split hives. So one hive will become two, two hives will become four. Wow. Four. Uh, but many times we, we, uh, we have to, we have to uh, supplement that with purchasing bees. That is so, so interesting. I, I never knew anybody that purchased bees. How cool is that? Uh, Amazon doesn't sell them yet, right? No, they don't. Not yet, no. but they could. Who knows? <laughs> no, I, no, Amazon does not sell them, to my knowledge yet. Okay. So how does the hive maintain itself, Rob? Do the bees actually remove themselves if they've passed, or how does that work? Well, bees are generally a very clean insect. They clean the hives themselves. Um, to, to give you an idea, you can get the, the worst condition frame um, that's been left out in the dirt, you could put that in a hive, and the bees are going to clean that 
perfectly. Wow. Um, they're gonna ins- they're gonna take out all the old comb and they're gonna rebuild it with beautiful white comb. Bees are very very clean insects. Nice. And the bees we're talking about are honeybees, not to be confused with murder hornets or wasps or anything else we've heard about. Honeybees do not sting. Is that correct? Honeybees will sting if provoked, um, okay. but they don't have any interest in you. I'm sitting here in a foot about a foot here, right about here. I got thousands of bees flying by my head. Wow. They don't sting unless they need to. All right. So leave them alone. Let them make their honey and it'll be fine. So I know you wanted to talk a little bit about the particulars of what Wilmington brings to the honey production market. Can you speak to that a little bit before we close today? I would love to. So I have I run hives between some between here and Exeter, New Hampshire. And I've had the pleasure of tasting the differences between the honeys made in Wilmington throughout that entire area. And I have to tell you, Wilmington, we make a fantastic honey here. And I've always wondered why that is. Hmm. I had the pleasure of taking a walk in the Lubbers Brook in the Martinsbrook area last week with, uh, with a friend of mine. And we went through, and I got to tell you, Wilmington has some of the, the greatest... Uh, most abundant wetlands in the area. Um, I was very shocked to see all of the wetland plants. And I always wondered, you know, right now we have very little blooming um, in the uplands. But when you go down to those wetlands, they're full of flora, full of nectar sources for the bees. It's just Wilmington is a great place um, for for honey production it, uh, by far. Uh, and we have we have some great, great places. And, and not a lot of us, of us know that we've got these resources here. Wow. And I know that honey has a lot of healing properties. We could do a whole other show on that. It's not just sweet and not just good for cooking. It's, it can heal and help. And I also know, you right. didn't want to mention this, but I know that your family has donated some honey to agencies around the community, and we do appreciate that. Can you speak quickly to the healing properties of honey before we close today? Yes. Well, you know, honey, uh, honey, a lot of beekeepers are employed directly for hospitals. And uh, did I lose you? Nope. Okay. Um, a, lot, a lot of beekeepers are employed directly by hospitals for, for the reason that honey uh, is an antiseptic in and of itself. Um, unheated honey is, is just as good as any burn ointment, um, as well as an anti, uh, antibacterial. So, wow. uh, yeah, it's uh, honey is just honey all around is a fantastic product, as well as the bees themselves. Uh, bee stings are used uh, to treat arthritis and call us up uh, that have arthritis, saying, you know, can I can I stick my hand in your hive because I've got arthritis and it helps. Wow! Um, so bees all around help humans in every way possible. Wow. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of the hive to be with us today. We really appreciate it. And thank you for the work you're doing in the community for Honey Pot Maple Farms. We'll definitely keep our eye on you. And thank you so much for the footage that your wife provided. And we hope you have a successful season with your bees. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you so much for watching. This has been another episode of Where's Wilmington? And I'm just reminding you the next time someone asks you, Where's Wilmington? You tell them right here and right here on WCTV. We'll be with you again soon.